Hello again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 771. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how you can receive one at the end of the program. Just let us know whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're both free, including postage and handling. I've got, we're continuing on in the book of Revelation, where I'm in chapter 18 now. I'll be starting at verse 20. And um, I've got music and possibly a letter. Uh, right now, I'm going to pray. I pray that you'll pray with me, that the Lord will anoint me through this message to continue on. We're almost to chapter 19, 20, and 21. And then we're going to read one more, and we're going to be finished with the book of Revelation. And uh, you're going to understand what it means now. It's no longer a mystery. We're living in these very last minutes of time. And so rejoice. When the Lord tells you to rejoice over this uh, satanic cult in Rome, because it's burnt, it's going to be burnt and destroyed, and rejoice over the beast, this one world government, because it's going to be destroyed. And Jesus is going to reign forever. And rejoice because the media uh, will then know that the things that I've been preaching are absolutely true. And the people in this world will know it too. They're going to mourn over this satanic devil's coven and the, the beast, the one world government, the UN, and all the other trash in this world is going to be uh, burned up. They're going to mourn over it, but we, heaven, is going to rejoice. It says in verse 20, Rejoice over her, thou heaven. All of heaven is going to rejoice. And you holy apostles, those of us that are here on earth, all heaven and the children of the Lord here on earth and prophets, the apostles and prophets, God has avenged you on her. This miserable bunch of bastards in Rome has caused Christians a lot of trouble. And now the rage, the wrath of God is kindled and he's sick and tired of this bunch of devils that think that they can continue doing this. It's over with for you people. And it's happening right now. Just a few more seconds and you're over with. You're over with and we're out of here. God, Father God, I pray that you'll anoint as I know you will, I have faith. When I ask you, I have faith to believe that I've already received it. Anoint, Father God, in Jesus' mighty name, and open um, the hearts of fair-minded people, people that uh, would not like to go to hell and the lake of fire, but people that would like to go to heaven and spend eternity in peace and happiness and joy. Lord, I ask that you do that. You... Uh, Break everything down to them through me in the most perfect of ways so that they understand that this is the book of Revelation. And I've never seen a commentary on it that I uh, thought was right. Never at all. They're all haywire. And I thank you, Father God, for giving me the correct interpretation of it. There's only one interpretation of the Bible, and that's your interpretation. Father, I rebuke Satan. 
I rebuke him, Father, in the blood of Jesus and in your mighty name, in Jesus' name. And open mighty doors for us. Send in an abundance of finances. Lord, we need it. All we need really is you, but uh, if you want us to have finances, Lord, send them in by the ton. In Jesus' mighty name. And everyone says amen. Amen. All right, here I am with the Sam's Quartet to sing for you Over in the Glory Land. I have a home prepared for the saints abide Just over in the glory land And I long to be by my Savior's side Just over in the glory land Well, just over in the glory land I'm gonna join that happy angel band Just over in the glory land Just over in the glory land There we the mighty host I'll stand Just over in the glory land I am up by the way To those mansions there Just over in the glory land There to sing God's praise And His glory share Just over in the glory land Well, just over, just over in the glory land I'll join the happy angel band Just over in the glory land well, just over in the glory land Where with the mighty host I stand Just over in the glory land With that blood-washed throne I will shout and sing Just over in the glory land Glad hosannas to Christ the Lord and King Just over in the glory land Well, just over in the glory land the happy angel band Just over in the glory land Well, just over in the glory land Where we the mighty host fall stand Just over in the glory land Well, come on, over in the glory land I'm gonna jump the happy angel band Just over in the glory land Come on Mm-hmm. You know how close the kingdom of heaven and the pit of hell is and the lake of fire? It's one breath away. All you got to do is just breathe your last breath and you're going to be in one of the two places. The kingdom of heaven or the lake of fire. Well, anyway, we're here in the uh, 18th chapter. I've already read this before, but I want to read it again because I love rejoicing. This is verse 20 of chapter 18 of Revelation. Rejoice over her, ye thou heaven, you heavens, and all you holy apostles. The Lord is asking us uh, and commanding us to rejoice over this filthy, rotten, satanic organization that is powered by the devil. Because God hates Satan. And we are commanded to hate him also. With a hatred that is perfect. A perfect hatred. Oh, it's going to be just so good. Just so very good to rejoice over this swine that it needs to be destroyed and will be destroyed. Thou heaven 
And you holy apostles, the Lord is telling us to rejoice over this destroyed swine and the prophets, for God has avenged you on her. It isn't uh, uh, somebody else avenging us of her, but it's God, God Almighty that is for us and against you. Hallelujah. That's what gets me. I really rejoice. Praise the Lord. Verse 21. And a mighty angel took up a stone, like a great millstone, and cast it into the sea, saying, Thus, with violence, shall that great city Babylon, I'm talking, he's talking about mystery Babylon, be thrown down, and she'll be found no more at all. Zilch, it's over with, it's over with, it's over. Praise the Lord. Verse 22, so all this stuff, you know, you just have to have patience, the Bible says, because all this is going to come to an end. Just hold fast till I come, the Lord says. Don't be worried about that filthy, demonic, evil creature, that these three frog-like spirits that's coming out of Satan's mouth, the dragon's mouth, because it's going to be over soon and hang in tight. You don't want to wind up with the same condemnation on you as the dragon or the devil or this satanic cult in Rome and this beast that it rides on, the world government, the United Nations. They're all going to hell into the lake of fire. But the Lord says, if there's any of you in there that are my people, if there's any of you that believe me more than Satan, then get out of her right now because it's over with for her. Do you understand? Amen. Okay, verse 22. And the voice of harpers, uh, musicians, and of pipers and trumpets, Trumpeters shall be heard no more at all in uh, this magnificent structure of stone and wood and gold and no more and no craftsmen. Oh, they have such craftsmen. They uh, invite uh, these uh, Leonardo da Vinci to draw pictures on the ceiling and paint them. Oh, all these craftsmen and people that carve statues which the Lord commanded them not to make. But they won't be heard anymore. No more musicians or pipers or trumpeters shall be heard no more at all in thee, you wicked God calls you bastard, and no craftsman of whatsoever craft he be shall be found any more in thee. Uh, they'll probably all be over at my church. Amen? Amen. Because we're of the Lord. <laughs> and the sound of a millstone shall be heard no more at all in thee. You know, this millstone's in there. They're grinding the wheat to make bread for these reprobates. <laughs> Verse 23. 
and the light of a candle. No more lighting of candles, dipsticks, and the light of a candle shall shine no more at all in thee. And the voice of the bridegroom, no more marriages, and of the bride shall be heard no more at, the, at all in thee. Not at all. For thy merchants were the great men of the earth. Oh, you know, Master Clinton, who's made, he's having several bypasses, he's about ready to check out. And Mr. Bush, who has, uh, didn't care anything about his good name, but he just did what the false prophet told him to do, and he didn't care. He just wanted uh, to be known. He wanted to be heard. So the great men of the earth, that's these kind of people, and billionaires that are hanging on to their bucks, and this man that made the microchip, Ah, for by thy sorceries, and that's where you got it, sorceries, were all nations deceived. Oh, this miracle of implanting a, a chip, a, a microchip in the forehead and hand. Oh, isn't that such a wonderful thing, you think? You're deceived. It's nothing. That, um type of knowledge has always been known unto the Lord. It just took a bunch of harebrains all these years to figure it out. Hmm. So all nations were deceived by uh, the sorceries of you satanic creatures because Satan got a hold on you. Yeah, Satan's got a hold on you. But the Lord's got a hold on the Christians. But Satan's got a hold on you. And all the nations were deceived. In other words, the entire world, all the nations, the United Nations, all the nations that sit in the one world government, the United Nations, you're all deceived. Doesn't that make you happy to be deceived? You love living a lie. Verse 24, and in her was found the blood of prophets and of saints, that's thus uh, people, and of all that were slain upon the earth. In other words, when they uh, started bombing Iraq, Iran, Romania, all these different places, uh, that uh, everyone on earth was slain put to death by people believing in your sorceries. And so you've got a lot of paying to do. You've got an eternity of getting paid back over and over and just flames of fire consuming you. Screaming out, you'll be screaming out, oh God, have mercy. But there's no mercy for you, wicked bastards. Chapter 19, and after these things I heard a great voice of much people in heaven. Oh, there's going to be much people in heaven. 
you won't be able to torment them any longer in heaven saying hallelujah hallelujah not hallelujah hallelujah means praise nothing but hallelujah means praise god salvation and glory and honor and power unto the lord our god in the lord our god we are the fullness of the lord our god we are members of his body in particular verse 2 for true and righteous are his judgments you know, the people, your opinions, the, the way you judge things, you judges of the earth, you stinking prosecuting attorneys, you liars, your judgments are garbage. For true and righteous are the Lord's judgments, and his judgment is that we Christians are going to rejoice while you burn. And then won't that be fun for you, right? For he hath judged the great prostitute, the great whore, which did corrupt the earth with her uh, filthiness, her fornications. Fornication, in other words, she's committing adultery with the devil. Fornication, she fornicates the devil. Every demonic thing, she loves to get people's brains down into dark her places and where she can sin and with the lasciviousness and watch uh, and think of filthiness and fornication. Oh, it's so easy to do. It's so easy to do and hath avenged the blood of his servants at her hand. Verse 3, and again they said, Hallelujah! And her smoke rose up forever and ever. In other words, this whole regime, this whole one world government uh, is the beast. And this uh, whore, the whore that calls herself Christian, calls herself a church. But it's really the most evil cult that could ever be imagined. In the Bible, God says that uh, it gets its power from that great red dragon, the devil. Verse 4. And the four and twenty elders and the four beasts fell down and worshipped God that sat on the throne, saying, Amen. Hallelujah. Not Alleluia, but Hallelujah. Let's say it right. The H it stands for God. Uh, Ab Abraham was Abram before, but God put the H in there, Abraham. And also Sarai, he put Sarah with the H in there, so that she is of the Lord. And uh, uh, so anybody that says, Alleluia, you know they don't know much. Verse 5, and a voice came down, of the throne saying praise our God all ye his servants I serve the Lord and I, I'm, I'm not I'm very proud of it I praise him and I thank him and ye that fear him both small and great there's uh, people you know that you hear him say praise God 
Well, there's many gods in this world, uh, the false gods. I don't know when you say praise God who you're talking about. Unless you say praise the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Uh, or unless you say praise Jesus, then I know who you're talking about. But some people just say praise God. Yeah, they just say it like, you know, there's real no feeling in it. You're taking the Lord's name in vain. Uh, if you're preaching the gospel and teaching the gospel and you're not really doing what the Bible says, you're taking his name in vain. Nothing good is going to happen to you. If you say, I'm a Christian and you're the biggest liar on earth. Every, almost everything that comes out of your mouth is a lie. You're not uh, a Christian. You're a devil. You're not a servant of the Lord because you don't care what people think about you. And everybody knows you're a lawyer and you don't even care. You don't, you misrepresent the Lord. You're using the name of the Lord in vain. It's vanity what you're doing. And ye that fear him both small and great. And a voice came out of the throne saying, praise our God. We know who our God is because we know that God is Jesus and Jesus is God. All ye his servants and ye that fear him. Well, we have to fear God. Yeah, you see what he did to the great whore and the beast. And you don't want to fear him, you creep. (laughs) Don't call yourself a Christian. We're not supposed to fear God, they say. When the whole duty of man is to fear God and keep his commandments. Well, that means reverence. No, it doesn't. It means fear. And you that fear him, both small and great. Verse 6. And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thunderings, saying, Hallelujah! For the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. What a pleasure that's going to be when God reigns. When he takes the miserable liars and the fornicators and the adulterers and the homosexuals and the lesbians that won't repent. They will not repent. They can't because Satan has such a hold on them and slings them into hell and God is running the everything on earth then and in heaven. Verse 7, let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him for the marriage of the Lamb, Jesus, is come and his wife hath made herself ready. And his bride or his wife are those of us that are in him and he is in us. And if you are a liar, you're not in him and he's not in you. The Lord Jesus doesn't lie. God doesn't lie. Verse 8. And to her was granted that she, the bride, should be arrayed in fine linen. Not one spot or blimp. Not one liar. Not even one lie. And there's some people that can't open their mouth without lying. And white for the fine linen 
is the righteousness of saints. Verse 9, And he saith unto me, Right blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he saith unto me, These are the true sayings of God. They're not lies. Every liar thinks that even God is a liar. But these are the true sayings of God. Verse 10, And I fell at his feet to worship him, and he said unto me, See thou do it not, I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. All right. Now we change pages here and we uh, go to verse 11. And I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he doth judge and make war. Ooh, this one that sits on the white horse is Jesus. And Jesus makes war. He's not a homosexual like you homosexuals think he is. He's going to make war against you and all the other sinners. Unrepented sinners. Verse 12. His eyes were as the flame of fire. And on his head were many crowns. Because he's the boss of bosses. The king of all kingdoms the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And he had, see, the devil tries to imitate everything that uh, the Lord does. The devil thinks he's the uh, head of all the nations in the world. Well, he just thinks that. Uh, you see what's going to happen to him. He wears many crowns, and he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. Verse 13. And he was clothed with a uh, vesture dipped in blood. That's Jesus, his blood. And his name is called the Word of God. Jesus is the Word of God. He says, the words that I speak unto you are both spirit and they are life. They are the Word of God. They have the power to put faith into your body, into your spirit, into your mind, into your soul, so that whatsoever you call upon the Lord with, uh, he'll do it. But you have to believe that you're going to receive it before you even receive it. Otherwise, you won't receive it. Father, heal. Heal me. And heal all the others that want healing, that have the faith in their spirits to receive it. In Jesus' name. He's the word of God. He's true. Verse 14. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. White and clean. Not beige, not black, not yellow, not pink, not orange, not green, but white and clean. 
Verse 15. And out of his mouth goes a sharp sword. That's the word of God. That with it he should smite the nations. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron. The word of God. Okay, so with a sharp sword. Now the word of God is called the were the sharp sword, the double-edged sword. His mouth has the word of God. Now his word will destroy or smite the nations because his word is able to do anything. All he has to do is say, be thou dead and you're dead. Uh, he says, be thou dead, you army of Sennacherib. 185,000 men dead on one swat with one angel. Amen? Amen. And all the world be burned up. All he has to do is say, uh, world be on fire. And it'll be on fire instantly. The word of God is swift to perform whatever the Lord says for it to do. And it's sharp. But with it, this, this sharp sword, with it he should smite the nations and he shall rule them with a rod of iron. That's his word also. And he treadeth the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. Verse 16. And he hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written. And it says, King of kings, and Lord of Lords. Now he makes all of us kings and priests, but he's the king of all of us kings and uh, all of us priests. Verse 17, And I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, saying to all the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven, Come and gather yourselves together unto the supper of the great God. Come and watch Romas eat his supper. <laughs> all these birds are going to eat all the dead people that God kills. And the flesh is going to fill the bellies of vultures and other scavengers. Verse 18, And ye may eat the flesh of kings, all these supposed to be kings, and the flesh of captains, and the flesh of mighty men, politicians, that is, and the flesh of horses, and of them that sit on them, and the flesh of all men, both free and bond, both small and great. Verse 19, And I saw the beast, this one world government, and all the kings of the earth, sitting at their tables, you know, Samarishin. <laughs> and their armies are gathered together to make war against him that sat on the horse and against his army. That's something to make war against God, I see. Verse 20, And the beast was taken, and with uh, him the false prophet that uh, wrought miracles before him with which he deceived them that had received 
the mark of the beast. And them that worshipped his image. Oh, I just love the image of the beast, they say. Oh, I just say all the wonderful things that they have for me. These both were cast alive into a lake of fire, burning with brimstone. Verse 21, And the remnant were slain with the sword of him that sat upon the throne, the horse, rather, which sword proceeded out of his mouth. He just says the word and you're dissolved. They're slain. And the birds, he, he, he could dissolve you, but he wants the birds to eat you up. And all the fowls were filled with their flesh. Now I'm going into chapter 20. We're getting close to the end of Revelation, folks. Uh, I think I've explained it well enough to where you understand it. And you know that the truth uh, is what I'm telling you. Chapter 20. And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. Verse 2. And he laid hold on the dragon that old serpent, the devil, which is the devil and Satan and bound him a thousand years. Or verse 3, and cast him into the bottomless pit and shut uh, him up, put a lid on top of the bottomless pit like a manhole cover <laughs> and set, much stronger than that, and set a seal Upon him, that he should not deceive the nations uh, no more, till the thousand years should be fulfilled, and after that he must be loosed a little season. When the Lord says a little, that just means a very little. Verse four, and I saw thrones, and they sat upon them. And judgment was given unto them, and I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus, and for the word of uh, word of God, and which had not worshipped Satan. Changing pages here, and which I had not worshipped the beast, which is power the one world government or paid any attention to it, the one world government, the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. Verse 5, but the rest of the dead lived not again until the thousand years are, were finished. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he that has part in the first resurrection. On such the second death hath no power. What does that mean, the second death? Well, you see. You were dead in your sins and trespasses once, and then the Lord, uh, you received the Lord, 
and you were resurrected from your dead, your spiritual deadness. So you weren't dead anymore. Uh, but if you sin then after that, if you're a liar, uh, but you, uh, the liars don't believe what uh, they're hearing here. Um, so blessed and holy is he that has part in the first resurrection. On such, the second death has no power, but they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. But when the Bible talks about those that uh, second death will hurt, those are ones that have died again. They're like trees that have been plucked up twice. They were plucked out of the ground of their dead works when they first got saved. Then they went back into sin or perdition, and they were pulled up again, and this time they're dead forever. Dead spiritually, but just be penalized in the uh, lake of fire forever. Verse 7, And when the thousand years are expired, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison, verse 8, and shall go out to deceive uh, the nations which are in the four quarters of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together to battle. The number of whom is as the sand of the sea. And they went up on the breadth of the earth and compassed the camp of the saints about. And the beloved city and fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. So even after they'd been bound in a pit for a thousand years, they still thought that they could come and win the battle, and God let them out just for a few minutes and devoured them. They're trash. They're to be burnt. Verse 10, And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire, and brimstone where the beast, the United Nations, and the false prophets, which is the Vatican, the popes, are and shall be tormented day and night for how long? For how long? Forever and ever. For it's never going to end, folks. Verse 11, And I saw a great white throne. And him that sat on it from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away. All God has to do is just look at the earth and it trembles. The hills and they melt and the mountains. And there was found no place for them. Verse 12, And I saw the dead, small and great, poor people and rich people, stand before God, and the books were opened. And all the things that you're doing on this earth, you're not serving the Lord. That's in the book. You didn't receive his commandments to win souls. You didn't read, pray, and you didn't uh, 
when you were reading and saw the things that you were supposed to do, you didn't do them. So that was disobedience, and so therefore you're a witch. And the Lord suffers not a witch to live in heaven. And the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life forevermore. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. Wait a minute, I thought we didn't have... No, you're going to be judged by their work. Now, you see what the Lord says that you're supposed to do in the Bible, and you didn't do it. You didn't work. You didn't arbeiten. You never travahoed. <laughs> He's judging everybody by their works. He just sat around, watched TV, busted open some beer, sat there, cast potato, getting your beer belly, and uh, then turn on uh, pornography and watch that for a while. Get all the kids out of the house because you're so holy, you think. Verse 13, And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell uh, delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged every man according to their works again. Work! Arbeiten! Trabajo! Get busy! What do you think? God's... Uh, saved your soul or came to earth and died and went to hell and resurrected from the dead and went up to heaven so that you could sit around? You're crazy. You're insane. You're deceived by the beast and by the false prophet. Verse 14. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. Verse 15. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life, was cast into the lake of fire. So if you're not born again of the Spirit, you're going into the lake of fire. Because you don't work. You just think, you know, you're supposed to work the works of uh, Satan. Okay, chapter 21. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. Verse 2, And I, John, saw the holy city, which is the new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. That's why I say we are the new Jerusalem. We're the bride of God. Amen? Amen. And our husband is Jesus. We're married to him. We're fused into him, and he's fused into us. We're the, he's the vine, we're the branches. He's the olive tree, and we're the branches. Verse 3, And I heard a great voice out of heaven, saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men. The tabernacle of God is with men. And he will dwell with them and they shall be his people and God himself shall be with them and be their God. Verse 4, And God shall wipe away all our tears 
shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death. Hallelujah! Neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more. I have to change the page. There'll be no more pain. You get that? For the former things, all these things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. We become new creatures in the Lord. And he said unto me, John, write, for these words are true and faithful. Verse 6, And he said unto me, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the A to Z, the beginning and the end. The beginning and the end. Uh, Alpha and Omega is uh, the Greek words for A to Z. Okay. In the end, I will give unto him that is thirsting. I will give of him the fountain of the water of life, which is the Holy Spirit. I'll give it to him freely that hungers and thirsts for this power and for this water, this pure, clean spirit of the Lord. Verse 7, he that overcometh shall inherit all things that I have, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. Verse 8, but the fearful that fear Satan, to fear to change your life from what it was unto this kind of life. But the fearful and unbelieving and the abomin abominable and the murderers, like these abortionists, first-degree murders is what it really is, and the whoremongers, and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars, all liars, all liars shall have their place, their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Verse 9, And there came unto me one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials full of the seven last plagues, and talk with me, saying, Come hither, I will show thee the bride, the Lamb's wife. Oh, all of us together, the New Jerusalem. Verse 10, And he carried me away in the Spirit to a great and high mountain, and showed me the great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God. Verse 11, having the glory of God and her light is so glorious to be uh, saved, to be perfect. And now everybody say, you can't be perfect, but the Lord says we have to be. And he shows, shows us how, by being in the spirit, we're perfect. Having the glory, we're glorious of God and her light was like unto a stone most precious. We're most precious to the Lord. Even like a jasper stone, which is clear as crystal. A jasper stone is a diamond. Verse 12. And had a wall great and high, and had twelve 
gates. And at the gates, uh, 12 angels and names written thereon, which are the names of the 12 tribes of the elders or the children of Israel. On the east, three gates. On the north, three gates. On the south, three gates. And on the west, three gates. These uh, 12 uh, people, uh, the tribes, these are children out of a polygamous marriage. They are Jacob's son. Jacob's name was uh, changed to Israel. And they're the 12 tribes of Israel, a polygamous marriage. Uh, Jacob had four wives. And all these boys came out of those four wives. Verse 14. And the wall of the city had 12 foundations, and in them the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb of Christ. Verse 15, And he that talked with me had a golden reed to measure the city and the gates thereof and the wall thereof. This is the Bible, the measuring rod. Verse 16, and the city uh, lieth four square, it's like square, and the length of it is as large as the breadth. And he measured the city with the reed, 12,000 furlongs, the length and the breadth and the height of it are equal. Well, we have a letter here, so I'm going to continue this on the next message. So where's the first letter from? From Suyana, Peru. Okay, let's hear it. God bless you. Loving greetings from the brethren in the Tony Lamo Christian Ministries of Suyana, Peru. I want to inform you, Brother Tony Lamo, that we had our crusade or youth center where we shared the word of God. It lasted three days. We listen to your CDs with your messages that are of a great blessing. And by the grace of God, 250 youths accepted Jesus as their Savior. Send a lot of your material or literature. We also want Messiah books, many Bibles for the youths that need to read the Word of God. While they entered into the stadium there and listened to your messages, they felt very happy. And they asked me if we had Bibles because they felt the desire to leave the bad things and they wanted to begin to read the Bible. Brother Pastor Tony Lama, what a marvelous work the Lord does, touching hard hearts through your literature that is anointed by the power of God. God is doing the work. I want to communicate with you and also ask that you pray for this work that is being realized for the glory of God. Help us in whatever way you are able to, Brother Tony Alamo. We are realizing this work by faith. I know that God will provide blessings, Brother Tony Alamo Ministries, Andre from Suyana, Peru. All right, praise the Lord. Now we have another one, real short. From Nyanza, Kenya, Africa. Dear Pastor, I greet you in the strong, wonderful name of our Lord Jesus. I am fine in the Lord. I received your letter dated the 23rd of May, and I was pleased with your sweet reply. First and foremost, I would say thank you, and God bless you for your response. I would also appreciate your prayer and commitment. 
over my problems. Pastor, let me just come straight to the point. Right now, God is doing wonderful things here in Kenya through your newsletters and literature, plus the Messiah books that you are sending. There is a big transformation, and people are coming to Jesus as their personal Savior. I have been distributing the newsletters and literature and doing some evangelism and soul winning, and as we are seeing the mighty hand of our Lord Jesus Christ, the literature is in high demand now. Me and my co-workers in the Lord have planted over 50 churches in three states. Send us newsletters, literature, Bibles, and CDs. May God bless you. Yours in Christ, Philip from Nyanza, Kenya. Right. Africa. Praise the Lord. Well, that is wonderful to hear all these wonderful reports. And um, this is time to uh, accept. You can, you know, anybody could hear the book of Revelation and see the condemnation on all those that are deceived by the beast, the whore, and the false prophet, and the media, the mouth of Satan. Uh, they know, you know, what's coming up here, and you see everything else that the Lord has said that would happen, has happened already, and so you know for sure that these things will happen as well. So right now, let's get uh, right with the Lord by saying this prayer to him. He'll enter into you. He'll be his uh, people, and he'll be your God. Just say this prayer now. Say, my Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God, and I believe that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former sins. And I believe that you, Father God, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open up the door of my heart, and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus, Holy Father, Holy Spirit. Jesus, wash all my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me on the cross at Calvary. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul, I know, because your word says so. Your word says that it's the end time and that everything's going to be burned up here. And therefore, Lord, I want you to hear me. You said, all that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I'm calling on you, Lord. Therefore, I know that you have heard me and I know that you've answered me. And I know by your word that you said, I am saved because I called on you. Therefore, I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. Now, just raise up your hands and praise and thank the Lord. And Sharon, tell our listening audience how they can receive a copy of this program, number 771. Go to com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas, 75505. Or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370. Or fax to area code 479-782-7406. Praise the Lord. This is World Pastor Tony Alarmo. Make sure you tune in tomorrow uh, for very possibly the conclusion of the book of Revelation. This is, uh, you know, my first run uh, all the way through the book of Revelation. And until then, uh, God bless you and praise the Lord. This is myself singing for you. Stand by me. When the storms of life are raging, stand by me. When the storms of life are raging, stand by me. When the world is tossing me like a sheep, 
Stand by me. Stand. 